my story. So my story is why I do what I do. And it starts really when I was 17. I wrote my first workout quite a bit before then uh, when I was nine years old and playing baseball, but I uh, played baseball my whole life. And I had my first real training experience when I was 17. I had a coach, Joe Helisek, and I'm in touch with him still today. And he still owns a gym in Reston, Virginia. And if you're out that way, uh, definitely go check it out. But he taught me how to do resistance. So he was a strength conditioning coach. I was a baseball player and he gave me a path. He gave me guidance and taught me really what it was to work hard and what it meant to be a trainee. And so I, you know, threw myself into that head first. I was training all the time. I had three hour sessions and doing a ton of split squats and sled pushes and uh, things like that. And so I got a lot stronger and I was all state my senior year in baseball directly as a result of that. Like I am 100% confident that I would not have been that good if I had not trained with Joe. And so that was like, whoa, okay, so you can train for stuff and it can make you a lot better because leading up to that, I was just, you know, playing a lot of the sport, but I wasn't training. I wasn't really a trainee. So that was the first experience that really opened my eyes to the power of training. And so then after that, I uh, went to West Point and started competing in rock climbing. So I competed in rock climbing for five years and I had coaches. Uh, they were pretty hands off though. So I was pretty much left to figure it out on my own and training for competitive rock climbing is it's not really, you know, I had a lot of resources around me and I had a lot of other guys around me who were also training for the same thing, but I would still do things that would lead to injury or that wouldn't be optimal for my progression. And I really just tried to piece it together myself the whole time. So I was training a lot. I had 24 hour basically access to a training facility that was like, had everything that I needed to train as a rock climber. And I was dieting super hard. I started to read about nutrition a lot. And that's when I started my journey on that side of things, which I won't go into on this. But I was definitely trying to piece it together a lot. And I have, I had experiences where, you know, I'd do something and then I'd like have a finger injury. And then like, I wouldn't know how to rehab the finger injury. Like, do I put in a splint or do I like keep training, you know? And so it was pretty confusing, honestly. Um, I definitely feel like I figured some things out, but I am... 100% confident that my rate of learning and growth would have been a lot faster if I had a coach who was in my corner who was teaching me. So uh, it was just reading things, reading things online, buying books and trying to piece it together uh, and was super curious and just really wanted to see how good I could get. But I uh, never really had a coach come alongside me in that. Uh, during that time, I started dabbling in CrossFit, but it really wasn't until I was uh, 23 that I switched to CrossFit. And I was, I was in the military, I was in the army and CrossFit was like everywhere. It was like, you know, you deployed Afghanistan and there are bumper plates, you know? So it was totally accessible. Whereas like rock climbing wasn't something that I could be as consistent with. Like I had to have another gym membership and it would have to be off post and I had to go to this place off post. Whereas like I could literally walk to the CrossFit gym over lunch. It was like right across the street from where I worked and get in like a second session of the day and and then get in a third session at night and it was like totally doable so um it was just right there in front of me so 
that's when that that's the sport that I stayed inside of for the longest. So I was 23. So like, I'd started dabbling earlier than that, you know, it was like maybe 20. So it was really like 10 years or so, but um, seven years of like really competitive and hard. And so um, was doing that and honestly was arrogant, you know, just like I was, I, I felt like I had kind of figured it out with rock climbing. So I was training all the time. Like all of my free time was spent training. I Saturdays I'd spend, you know, three, four or five, six hours in the gym, just like doing extra accessory work or doing another conditioning piece or like just doing something. Like I just wanted to be in the gym all the time. It was the time where it was right after Froning's heyday in Carson, California. And I was just, that was like my religion. It was like, no, I just need to train more. Like <laughs> I just need to train more. And, uh, there's always something else that I can do in the gym. And, you know, I like, um, so I was training like a madman, but I got injured pretty frequently. So at more than the normal, you know, like three or four kind of, you know, minor injuries a year, I was like getting more than that and just starting to get really limited in what I could do, but I was stubborn and I insisted that I could figure it out on my own. I was bouncing around from program to program. I was reading things online. I was watching YouTube videos cause that's when, you know, day in the life of so-and-so started to come out. And so I was just trying to, you know, copy that basically, you know, I'd watch like day in the life of rich and be like, okay, like the closer I can make my life to that, then the better off I'll be and the more like rich I'll be. And, and it wasn't until, you know, doing that for a few years that I was like, I was, maybe this just isn't, you know, maybe this is just, I'm not progressing at the rate that I think I could. So, um, the transition was when I hired my first coach and I've hired several since then, and I still have a coach. So I really value it as a result of these experiences. And I, yeah, I still have one. So hired my first coach and I hired a bunch since then. And, um, that's when my rate of learning and growth just accelerated like crazy. So I was, I started to get more dialed in. I had a program that was individualized for me and because of that, I progressed way faster than I was when I was training, even when I was training more, uh, but just trying to piece it together on my own, I was actually doing too much. And so having a coach that was like, dude, you really just need to, you know, you need to get stronger, you need to focus on accessory work, you need conditioning that supports those, those primary training objectives. And, you know, just organize that for me that I was like, oh, wow, like now all of a sudden, you know, my lifts are going up and I'm getting stronger and I'm not tired all the time. And, you know, I don't have to like chug four Gatorades a day to just, you know, just to function. And so, um, yeah, you pay, you pay the highest price for what you don't know. And what a coach does is it leverages not only the coach's personal experience, but also the experience of all the individuals who that coach has worked with and helps. So you're effectively like leaning on others. And so the, the people I work with tend to be like that. They tend to be kind of, kind of like, definitely type a and definitely like a high degree of confidence and like they can, I can read things online and figure this out and piece it together myself, but they struggle to lean on others. And what I learned was when I started to bring like people who I really trusted. So I have a really tight, small inner circle. And when I found like my person who was like, this is the person who I'm going to trust and I'm going to bring them in. And I brought them in, it was like, everything changed. You know, I was actually, I actually had someone who I trusted who I could lean on and that made all the difference. So, um, yeah, when I started leaning on others, uh, yeah, 
it, everything changed. Uh, the rate of learning and growth just accelerated so aggressively. And that doesn't mean you have to be, you know, like go do group exercise because you're going to learn from all the people there. Like you don't have to do that. You can still have your own training program, be an individual, like be super curious about what you can achieve as an individual in your sport. But just having one or two, you know, like a few, like an inner circle, like who you trust, who are like advocating for you, who know you, who understand you, who are inside of it with you, have helped other people do what you're trying to do and have been through it themselves, like that can be super valuable. So um, you can still be a lone wolf. You can still be a lone wolf, uh, but just it just means you're going to be selective about who you lean on. It just means you're going to be selective about who you bring into your inner circle. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Like a lot of the people I work with are lone wolves. Like they train on their own. They, you know, they have a small inner circle and uh, it makes it even more of an honor to be invited inside of that. So um, that's it guys. Uh, so how, how do I do that? Well, it starts with information gathering. I have to understand you. I have to understand as much as possible about you. So there's, an, there's an intake. It takes about an hour to fill out. There's assessment, which is, there's also ongoing performance monitoring, but it starts with movement assessment, which is like breaking every joint and piece of movement down into its basic function. And then re-aggregating that and re-piecing it together from there. Um, I also look at in-body and I also look at labs. So not everyone chooses to do that, but some, some athletes do. Uh, then from that, so we've gathered all the information from that. Then we do individual design. So this is not group coaching. There's no templates. It's completely customized for you as an individual. So there's literally like, it starts with literally a blank sheet of paper basically. And I design it for you. And it's based on all the information that I've gathered and continue to gather through every single mesocycle. Then there's constant contact. So you get weekday access to me through true coach. You can message me anytime and I will respond during the work day, during the work week. Uh, I see your feedback on every single training piece. You can message me with urgent questions about equipment, the intent of the program, et cetera. There's also consultation every month. So an hour of consultation per month over zoom. This is where we dive deep into your nutrition and your lifestyle and make sure that no stone is left unturned and you're doing everything that you possibly can. And then we iterate that cycle after cycle for as long as it takes for as long as your curiosity is still is still active and still needs to be satisfied about how far you can go in your sport. That's how long we do it for. So uh, typically that's at least multiple years. Um, one to five kind of is the range, but it can go beyond that if your curiosity just con continues beyond that. And um, yeah, guys. So if that sounds like you, if you relate to that story at all, send me a DM and yeah, guys, I'll see you in the next one.